Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from that week. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from January 3rd, Follow the Star. Our Old Testament lesson this morning comes from Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 through 6. Arise, shine, your light has come. The Lord's glory has shone upon you. Though darkness covers the earth and gloom the nations, the Lord will shine upon you. God's glory will appear over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to your dawning radiance. Lift up your eyes and look all around. They are all gathered. They have come to you. Your sons will come from far away and your daughters on caregivers' hips. Then you will see and be radiant. Your hearts will tremble and open wide because the sea's abundance will be turned over to you. The nation's wealth will come to you. Countless camels will cover your land, young camels from Midian and Ephah. They will all come from Sheba, carrying gold and incense, proclaiming the Lord's praises. This ends the reading of God's holy word. Our gospel lesson comes from the gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in the territory of Judea, during the rule of King Herod, Magi came from the east to Jerusalem. They asked, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We've seen his star in the east, and we've come to honor him. When King Herod heard this, he was troubled, and everyone in Jerusalem was troubled with him. He gathered all the chief priests and the legal experts, and asked them where the Christ was to be born. They said, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what the prophet wrote. You, Bethlehem, land of Judah, by no means are you least among the rulers of Judah, because from you will come one who governs, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and found out from them the time when the star had first appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search carefully for the child. When you've found him, report to me, so that I too may go and honor him. When they heard the king, they went. And look, 
the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with Mary, his mother. Falling to their knees, they honored him. Then they opened their treasure chests and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Because they were warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. This is the word of God. For us, the people of God, thanks be to God. They followed the star, the star that rose in the east. This is how we know of the three magi as they make their way to worship the babe born in Bethlehem. And yet, it's a story that is familiar but familiar from our own creation in a way. We all know, or at least we have heard, the differences amongst the four Gospels. Each of the Gospels was written with a particular group of people, a particular audience in mind. And out of that, the Gospel writers tell the story of Jesus and his ministry in a slightly different way, in a way in which they will relate to those people they are intending to hear the message. Mark does not give us a birth narrative of Jesus at all. The Gospel of John talks about words becoming flesh and a light that shines in the darkness and will not uh, let the darkness overcome it. The most familiar birth stories come from the Gospel of Luke and the Gospel of Matthew. But so often, we put those two stories together. Two very different stories over the years we have combined so that there were enough parts in the children's Christmas program so that the story is covered in art on our Christmas cards, with our nativities that we decorate with during the Christmas season. We put them together. And sometimes we forget that there's a very different audience. We combine the two and create our own audience. And I know there's a difference I've taught there's a difference. I've preached just as I am this morning that there is a difference. 
And yet it's easy even for one who has studied the scriptures intently, have shared the scriptures professionally for 25 years to slip into that combination. And to some degree, we have done that this morning. But it was most obvious to me how easily I, even I can slip into that combination on the evening of December 21st. If you remember, you probably were out looking at the night sky after sundown, just as I was looking for the Christmas star. And I admit that I went out of my apartment and I thought I would need to go to a place that had less light and lights around the intersection, the lights around the parking lot of the apartment complex and as I left my apartment I was thinking about where it was that I might be able to go and to find that star as I too wanted to look at the night sky. It was interesting. I understood as I walked out thinking about places and all of a sudden I wasn't going to go anywhere. Anybody who was out looking at the night sky in the apartment complex had found that the best place to look at the Christmas star was right around where my car was parked. There were people beside it who had used it as a tripod for their cameras. There were several standing behind it. And I realized I wasn't going far. I was going out to the end of the sidewalk and to look up at the star. And then I realized something else. I knew the story. I knew the story as we have combined it so many times. And I wasn't just looking at the star. I was waiting. I was waiting in my mind's eye for the angels to appear. What a great night it would be if the angels proclaimed the prince of peace being born. The good news to all people. At that point, I thought maybe my imagination had gotten ahead of me. But the way we put the story together, that was how I imagined, how I wanted to see it. But that's not the story we get from the Gospel of Matthew. There are no angels. And truthfully, there is only one sentence in the first chapter of Matthew 
that tells us anything about Jesus' birth. Most of the story comes as the child has aged slightly. Anywhere from two years of age and under is how Matthew tells the story. Matthew tells the story of the Magi, the ones in the east, the ones who spent their time looking at the stars, understanding the message of the stars, a message that just came from the stars. There were no angels to give an announcement to the Magi, but they saw the star, and they've made their way to worship, to honor, and to give gifts to the newborn king of the Jews. We know that that star appeared. And it took them a while to make their way to the Christ child. And I wonder, as I've thought about that evening in the parking lot, as I've thought about my desire to see some angels, or before that, my desire to make a journey so that I could see the star. But I wonder, if I had been there that first night so long ago, would I have been as willing to travel as far as the Magi did? Would I be willing to follow that star for maybe up to two years? How about you? How long would you follow the star? How long would you take a journey and to follow, seeking the Christ child? It's a question that's worth asking. Because in one way or another, that light shines in the darkness. That star is ahead of us. And are we willing to follow it? The Magi were willing. The Magi were willing to continue to go forth to find the star, even to stop in Jerusalem and to ask King Herod where it was that the baby born king of the Jews might be found. With the guidance of the chief priests and the legal experts, this magi went to the house, to the house where 
the child was. They found the child with Mary, his mother. Not in the manger from that first night, but yet the child looking probably more and more like any child, but they enter and they fall on their knees and they offer their gifts. They followed the star all the way to honor, to pay tribute to the one they had begun the journey to find. We find the babe in our own lives at different places and different moments. We journey. We pay honor. We offer our gifts. But does it stop there? It did not stop there for the Magi. They followed the star in a different way. Through a dream, they followed the star by another way home to avoid Herod and his intent. You see, it, it seems to me that as Matthew tells the story, as Matthew tells us the story of the Magi who come to worship, to bring gifts, to honor the baby. He talks about a star, a light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. Arise, shine, Isaiah tells us. Your light has come that star that guided the Magi, that dream that directed the Magi by another way, and is more than just a star in the sky. It's the Spirit. It's God's Spirit directing them just as God's Spirit directs us throughout our lives. We come this morning. We come to the star. We follow it. We find the Christ child. We honor the Christ child, worship, and lay our gifts before him. But how do we return? Do we return? How do we follow the Spirit? How do we go another way? A way in which that child of light guides us, directs us, not only brings the good news to us, but calls us to go in a different way and to share the good news 
with others. Follow the star. Just as we follow the Spirit, that we might journey with God. We might journey with the Christ child. And we might be a part of sharing the light to the world. Let us pray. Gracious God, as we come before you today, we come falling to our knees. We come recognizing your gift, your gift of the Son, the gift to the world. And as we recognize this gift, as we praise and honor you, we pray that as we rise from our knees and as we go our separate ways, that we go following the Spirit and the Star, that we might share your good news to all we meet. Amen. Receive now this blessing. Go now and follow the star that will guide you on your journey this week, this year, and forever. May the blessing of the God of light rest upon you and fill you with light. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.